Welcome back to Feedback Loop. Uh, I'm Jeremy. I'm Joey. And we talk about music on a weekly basis. This is this is a podcast. Yeah, uh, it is uh, kind of weekly. I mean, we did. Uh, editor's note: we took we took a break. We took a one week break. <laughs> we did. It's actually two episodes in a row that we we took a break. We're catching back up. Um, we're we're still releasing on a weekly basis, so you guys won't notice the difference. But but we took we're, we've taken two weeks for each of the, the past two albums, I think. But uh, we're we're gonna get back in it. Just some weird times, uh, uh, and just using it as an excuse to catch up. This yeah. week, we're talking about uh, Banks's album Goddess. This is the the first of a series of darker pop albums that I'm I'm kind of leading Joey through here. Ooh, the dark forest. The dark forest, if you will. Uh, I have an anecdote. But I don't think I'm going to go into it yet. I think I'm going to save it for like halfway through the album. Oh, uh, man. It'll, it'll make sense. It kind of ties in. So um, we, we did choose this album because, A, I wanted to, to get Joey into some darker pop. I know he mentioned that he's kind of curious about some of that stuff. And, B, there were some connections from Mourn, which was the, the last album we did, um, with Shlomo having some production on this album. Was that um, was that the anecdote or was that the connection? No. That was okay. not that was not the the tease connection. There is okay. another, um, which is another reason I chose this album. But we'll we'll get to that in in due time. Um, this is just kind of a this is this is a, a dipping our toe into a little bit of dark pop that I enjoy. Um, I will preface this by saying, nah, you know, I'm not. We're just gonna we'll talk about it at the end. It's fine. Uh, how's that for a tease? <laughs> it's really just me being indecisive. I'm not trying to tease anything. Um, but yeah, this this album, uh, Goddess by Banks, the uh, album art, it's, it's kind of appealing to me. I don't I don't know. I guess it's because it's red. Yeah. It, it's just a, a photograph of her, Jillian. I think is her first name, Jillian Banks. Um, kind of just a picture of her in like a, a black dress kind of deal with like a red filter over it, or maybe it's red light on her. Um, but she, it's got her name banks in some kind of like iconography kind of stencil, uh, font, I guess where it, it kind of looks like a wiring diagram yeah. or something, uh, or some like hieroglyphics or whatever. Uh, and then has the word goddess underneath it in a much smaller font. <laughs> I just like it because I keep talking about like that, vaporwave aesthetic or like yeah. the 80s style thing like don't get me wrong this isn't like aesthetic like you put a space between each <laughs> letter yeah. like you see everywhere but like that red lighting it reminds me of like you're just like i don't know like i mentioned like driving through some sort of like apocalyptic thing yeah i, I just get like a vibe from it's got a good, it's got a good vibe yeah I like it. This is, I think, this is the first one that that I've actually like been drawn to by the album art. Um, this isn't. That's not why I chose this album or why I first listened to this album. But I think this is the first album art that I've like explicitly stated that I'm just like, yeah, I like it. Uh, but yeah, it's 14 songs, 59 minutes. It's it's a bit on the long side, and I acknowledge that. Uh, it, it kind of felt a bit like a slog uh, for, for me, which is another reason why it took two weeks for me to, to kind of digest all of this. But uh, without further ado, as people say, we're going to get right into it. The first track is Alibi. 
Uh, it's it's a synthy track. There's a lot of synths on this album, mm-hmm. and they're usually like low, kind of droney a bit. Um, but it, it this track specifically is it's okay. I don't I don't love it. It's kind of bland. But it, it starts off synthy and it has these synths throughout all of it, and then at the end it cuts to just piano, which I think is, is a nice transition. Yeah. But uh, the song kind of fell flat for me. It's not a great way to start the album for me. But uh, I don't hate it. I mean, like. I, I really, I, I don't know. I like the music on this album yeah, a lot, but this one, I will agree. It's not the strongest opener, but right. for me, it's because I wasn't yet the first time I listened to this, I wasn't yet sold on her voice. Oh, for album. sure. And I was kind of like, eh, eh, I don't, I don't know, like on the fence about it, but like, yeah, I'm still at that point. <laughs> Like I, I've listened to to all of her albums, uh, and I enjoy her. I, I enjoy listening to it, but her voice, specifically on this album, I think is kind of nasally, and it's not, it's not what I want <laughs> from a singer in, yeah. a, in a lot of cases. There, there are some some songs that showcase it a bit better on this album, and we'll get to that. But for the, for a lot of the songs, it it does kind of sound kind of grating, I guess, or irritating mm-hmm. to me. Well. I mean, she may not be a goddess at, sing- <laughs> at singing. That's the name of the album. Name of the next song too. Boom. Bam. It is. We're not going there yet. Oh. We're, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull pull back the reins just because uh, we we didn't talk about the lyrics or anything. But I had on, such on a Alibi. good segue. It was good. It was good, Joey. Make it again in like I don't know <laughs> ten seconds. I just I'm just gonna say lyrically, uh, the song is about her. She it seems like she was provoked into doing something wrong in a relationship and she feels bad for it. And, and she, she wants her partner to apologize or to accept her apology. I mean, and tell her that, that it's going to be okay. See, uh, okay. I'll, you know what? It's not going to be 10 seconds. Cause I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> okay. Stop you right there, bucko. Um, sure. I think she wanted, or I, who, whoever's point of view, she's speaking from this person wanted the other person to like do something to provoke them so that they could, uh, I don't know. Like, I think I get the picture of like some sort of toxic relationship. Where sure. They want, Especially in the context of this album. Yeah. D- yeah, definitely. And they like want to be provoked so that they can be like, well, you made me do it. And then the other person's going to be like, well, uh, you didn't have to do that. Like I didn't, can't blame that on me. <laughs> like, I think yeah. some, somebody's trying like, cause she's like, Give me an excuse. Give me a reason, or something. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. The lyric, I can't remember the exact lyric, but she. It sounds like she's asking for a reason. Yeah. She. She. I. I think she. She asked. Asks for an excuse. Why. Why she's not a monster. Oh. Or, okay. or something. Which is, is why I kind of went that way. She also says that uh, the lyric that I quoted for this is "I promise I'm usually better than this." And now I can't even recognize myself anymore. You turned me into this, which is why I thought that this is kind of, it's already happened. She's yeah. been provoked in, into making that mistake. But uh, yeah, given the context of the album, it's very possible that it's from the other perspective of yeah. someone wanting to be provoked into doing something. I got it from the, you turned me into this part because f- f- real facts out there, you can't, <laughs> you can only control your own reactions you can't that's a hot take, Joey. That's what I believe in, but it's and, a hot uh, take. <laughs> like, so that whole you t- you did this to me, 
or you you made me do this. I'm calling bullshit on that one. Yeah. I mean, you can to, take to that to the bank. Especially in an abusive relationship, there's a lot of gaslighting that can happen where you you, you kind of push someone to doing something, right? Yeah. It, it's and, not like it's it's not easy to necessarily ignore some someone that's kind of poking and prodding you constantly to try to get you to explode. So when you yeah. do explode, I mean, whose fault really is it? It's not that that she couldn't control herself per se yeah. necessarily. But, uh, and and don't get me wrong, I kind of think she's speaking from the perspective of a of like the guy, simply because of the re- the way the rest of this album goes. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll get on with I'm it. Thinking too far into this. how does the rest of the album go, Joey? Goddess is the next song, as I <laughs> so brilliantly segued about a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll cut and paste it. <laughs> Oh my, oh my goddess. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a goddess. There you go. But dude, so this is kind of, like, I like the f- music on the first track. This track, I started to be like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm all about this, this music. I agree. It was, I don't know, just, it was dark, kind of like, it was poppy, but like, it's got that, it's very night drivey song. I sure, it's got, it got some like watery synths to it. Yeah, it does sound very wet. Yeah, and there's some some like nice vocal riffing, I think, and then when the verse comes in, there there's kind of a nice beat. I I I think this was, I think it was right to name the album. Well, I don't know, maybe not lyrically, uh, right to name the album after this track. Um, but I think musically, this is a, a great track to kind of showcase what what banks is about i guess yeah i could dig it i could dig it and i mean like i it does kind of seem a little bit different lyrically than the rest of the songs because there's the rest of the songs kind of have a they kind of illustrate like a back and forth almost like manipulative type relationship or something yeah but i mean she could have chose this because this song is about, I think it's about like realizing your self-worth kind of like realizing to get out of that situation or try yeah, 100%. To. So I don't know. Like it's an overcoming song. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it, it's kind of painting the picture that like she wants it to work with her, her relationship, but, uh, she, it's the partner maybe doesn't necessarily see it until she's moved on and, and she, she breaks up with him and goes and finds value in herself. Like you said, and then he kind of like realizes mm-hmm. wait, I fucked up. Like I should, I should have stuck with her because she's a goddess and, and he didn't, yeah. he didn't notice at the time. She didn't even notice at the time maybe, but uh, it's about getting feeling powerful in yourself. And, and being proud of who you are and, and what what you are, which comes up, uh, I guess, a little bit late late in the album, but uh, we'll we'll get to that again when that yeah. that comes in. But until then, I guess we're just gonna have to play the waiting game. Oh, you come saw on. that one coming. You come saw on. it coming. I went there. <laughs> Trash number three. Waiting game. Uh, it has uh, some more echoey like vocal chanting. There's a lot of that on this album that I like. Yeah. There's like they're not words that, that she's saying or anything, but just kind of like some echoey vocal riffing going on in a lot of the tracks. Um, 
it, it starts off very piano driven in this one. And then when the second verse comes in, the, there's some dark synths and the synths just kind of like drop out and come back a couple times throughout the rest of the song. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cool noise and stuff scattered underneath that's, that's kind of buried under a lot of stuff. And, and which is, I guess the case in a lot of songs on this album, there's a lot of like musical, like one-off sounds or whatever going on. Um, which like, I don't know. It maybe it's like a musical texture thing for me. It's just very, very satisfying whenever yeah. you have like these waves of heavy like bass and synth, and then they just drop out, and there's like a little little thing there. It's just yeah. That's kind of how it felt uh, when two weeks uh, or I guess it's been a few weeks, two weeks. Uh, whenever we did Lord's Melodrama, uh, I played that sample from Supercut because it, it kind of has that same texture where throughout a lot of the song it has this kind of droning and then it cuts and it's just it, it feels good, I think. Uh, yeah. The same same thing kind of happens here in this song. Um, lyrically, again, it's another relationship-based song mm-hmm. uh, being unsure if it's going to work out. In this case, because they're quote-unquote on a stage, they're both on a stage. I think she says, what if I never even see you because we're both on a stage. Um, and I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a literal stage where, where she's talking about a relationship with another performer, or if it's more of a metaphorical one where they're both kind of putting on an act and never really being honest uh, about who they are. See, I think it's that second one because what I, what I got from this, this song is that, it's like a forbidden love type thing. Like sure. maybe, I don't know, like they're not supposed to be together for whatever, whatever reason. But I kind of thought it was like they're having an affair or something. And the stage is like all eyes are on them. They can't mess up or else they drop the act or. Right. Everyone's going to find out. Yeah. And I mean, like one of the first lines is the way you make me feel all sexy, but it's causing me shame. Yeah. It's kind of like that and then hmm, what's i don't know the waiting game is kind of like it makes me think they're just waiting for it to end or they're waiting for them to be able to like be together i guess yeah i can see that for sure but i think that's a a very astute observation the music kind of like made me think that too because like you said there's those kind of like those voices in the background and they kind of sound like i don't know uncertain not uncertain maybe but unsettled yeah i guess maybe would be a better word but then like the bass is very warm and inviting so the bass is kind of of a contrast yeah it's kind of like the bass is the way they feel about each other but then the voices are the uncertainty the waiting part of it or maybe it's it's the audience kind of observing this and and being like uh is it gonna work I like that. I like yeah, it. I mean, a lot. they're on the stage. Split second decisions. That's what we're. That's you're, what we do here. <laughs> I think. I think you're a genius, Jeremy. I am, and so are you, Joey. Just <laughs> not on this track. It's it's my time. My I'm the goddess in this track. <laughs> well, you know what? You must have been really using your your brain. It, I was uh, also. That's brain, a segue. It's the next song. <laughs> I'm, we I'm, have to call out our segues every time. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll, I'll, at one point, I will just have a segue that's good enough that I don't have to. Like, <laughs> You'll be content. Yeah. <laughs> but this song, it just didn't. It didn't land with me. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, this was actually the track that was produced and written with Shlomo, oh. which which was the the tie in. It, it does have some more like watery, echoey synths, but uh, I don't know. It, this is something that that I have an issue with this album that I, that I was going to save till the end, but it's it's there's no real reason to. A lot of these tracks kind of sound samey and there's nothing that really sets them apart from each other which is fine because it's it's a good enough sound for this album i think but it it kind of takes away in that there's nothing exciting happening in a lot of them yeah i could yeah i definitely get that feeling this and there were things about this song that i liked like i think it's right after the first chorus there's kind of like a a distorted voice type line yeah. that ties in with the melody. And like, I liked that. Yeah. And, and I mean, the song, the song kind of builds slowly over time mm-hmm. and it, it starts off with like, just some like toms, I think for percussion and then it builds and it, it adds in some more percussive elements. Um, so I'm, I'm not shitting on this song specifically. That was just more of a, an overview of the album. I feel like a lot of these, especially in the early part of the, like the early half of this album, I think a lot of them kind of sound the same and, and yeah. blend together. I am digging the overall vibe of this album, though. Good. That's that's good to know, at least at this point in the album. Yeah. Um, lyrically, the song seems uh, pretty obviously yet about another guy, <laughs> or the same guy um, that seems to be trying too hard to fit in a crowd to fit in with a crowd that he doesn't naturally blend with per yeah. se. Uh, so he kind of like talks himself up or, or acts like he's someone else, maybe related to the the stage you know he's putting on this this facade of being someone that he's not yeah he's uh, acting like somebody else and it's got her frustrated <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh man that's a, it's a tickled a funny bone <laughs> this song like i yeah i totally got that but it seems like it has to be about that and uh it kind of made me think not to get all uh old-fashioned here but like <laughs> whenever you're talking to somebody through like text or something and you have, you have that time, you don't have to make a split second kind of response. Right. You, you can sit there and think about, Oh, well, what would I say if I was in this crowd? So maybe I can craft my response instead of. Yeah. Going, so you can appear going. cool. Yeah. And I mean, whenever you're in person, you can't do that. What, right. I, can't, I can't appear cool right now. I can't sit here and think out my responses. I'm no, just... Joey, you can. You appear cool every time you make segues <laughs> and Avril Lavigne lyric references. <laughs> but it's just it's just something that was weighing on me, and I, I was thinking, using my brain to make <laughs> using your brain. Well, I I, I would imagine that the. I was gonna try and segue. I can't. I can't think of a good segue because the, the the whole perspective shifts. The next track is called "This Is What It Feels Like." Um, it's a pretty simple music uh, beat, at least beat wise. It, it changes a little bit throughout. The synth changes throughout. There's a lot of effects that get that get added and sprinkled in over time. Kind of like what I was talking about earlier about there being some like, I guess what what you've defined as a texture kind of thing that gets kind of sprinkled in throughout. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's another pretty simple kind of samey track to me, musically anyway. Yeah, and I I feel that I have a very kind of like I don't want to say love hate because I don't feel strong enough to use either of those emotions. <laughs> right. But it's like the the smaller version of love hate, uh, because the verse like dislike. 
Yeah, like, dislike. There we go. <laughs> the verse, like, it kind of gets that samey thing. But I do like the chorus where it kind of, I don't know, like, it kind of stuff drops out a little bit, but then it builds back up. And it does this yeah. thing, the thing that I really like where whenever you're wearing headphones, the music kind of switches ears. Yeah. It goes back and forth. I think that that's a good uh, observation for this album as a whole. A lot of the tracks seem to have this kind of ebb and flow of the music, which is really good, but the music itself isn't like super interesting, uh, I guess, which, which makes it fall flat. So I, I totally get what you're saying about the whole like dislike thing where it, it feels like there's enough motion in the music to, to make it interesting, but the music itself isn't that interesting. Yeah. At least to me. And it feels, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to full on say like, oh, I don't like this track. I don't like this. Like, no, sure. There's definitely parts and there, there's some tracks that I just like the whole thing. Absolutely. It's just like, it's more like oh, this little part, it could be tweaked a little bit. Maybe if yeah. I was sitting in Shlomo's seat, I could have could have done something. <laughs> yeah, about it. yeah, maybe if you were Shlomo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, lyrically, this is what it feels like. Uh, it seems to be yet another love song or love lost song uh, about someone that that wants to act like they're in love until it's reciprocated, and then they kind of back out and say, "No, that's that's not really what I want." Which yeah. uh, is a weird. It's a very weird thing, but I think it's also a very weirdly common thing. Mm-hmm with people that, that seek affection until they get it and then they don't know what to do with it and they realize that they don't want it. Yeah, it's very much like a grass is always greener thing. Right. Like, when you're single, you're like, oh, I want to be, I need to be loved. But then whenever you are loved and you realize that there's responsibility tied to it, you're like, oh, I kind of wish I could it's just not go that simple. To yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you should you should know where I'm coming from. You You have people that care about you. It's true, I do, and also that was a segue that you didn't call out, but I'm calling it out. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Track six. Song. You should know where I'm coming from. It's, uh, I don't know, It it's, this is the first of a few, like, piano, ballad, track type things on this album. And yeah. I'm gonna say, this song right here made me like her voice. Yes, this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. There are a couple of them. I like Goddess a lot. I like this one. And I like, uh, I think, two or three more later in the album. Um, but this one specifically, it's it's like you said, it's a piano-driven track. And it, it swells. This whole track, Like there's some strings that come in that kind of build into this loud like percussive band arrangement kind of thing going on. And I think, like you said, this track showcases her voice and her range in, in a way that hasn't happened yet on the album and doesn't really happen again. This yeah. is kind of like her time to express her full, her full vocal abilities. And I like it. I do too. And that's like, since this is such, I guess kind of a tuned down song and it's the one that I like her voice the most, it kind of made me go back and on other listens, appreciate her voice more, I guess. Yeah. Because I was like, well, if it's just her and a piano and she can do this, like, obviously. Yeah, she has the ability. It's, it's not that she's she's burying her vocals in sense because she's ashamed of it or anything or because yeah. she's not good at it. It's it just made, it, it was a specific choice that she made. Yeah, it made me realize that it was a stylistic choice and not a production choice, I guess. Right. 
Yeah, this is the first song that doesn't rely on synths, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it a, a very like nice and maybe a more powerful break in the album, um, which also makes it stand out among all those other reasons that we've we've mentioned. Yeah, and I'm I'm just kind of a kind of a sucker for this type of music, anyways. This is, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to like female vocalists, this is this type of music. Not to say she sounds anything like Adele, but like no, yeah, the, the, the similarities of, are there. Yeah, like the piano, like Adele. I'm, I really like Adele, and that was she was one of the first, I guess, female vocalists that kind of started bringing me into the camp of listening to female vocalists, and that's kind of what yeah. this reminded me of. Which yeah, and I, I think it's a good thing. I think I'm I'm pleased to hear that with this album because I was as I mentioned. I, I think I like her other album. Actually, I think I mentioned, maybe I didn't mention it yet. I think I like her second album a lot more than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think she gets to show off her voice and, and creativity a bit more, even if it gets a bit more like avant-garde kind of weird shit going on. All about weird um, shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, the, the song lyrically is, is a hashtag sad boy song. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, she's talking about her own, doubts and instability and warning a potential lover that like look before you get too deep you, you've got to understand like this is who i am i'm very critical of myself to the point where i'm constantly like feeling like i'm not worthy of, of a good guy so just yeah maybe and, maybe take that into consideration before you you dive in here and it made me wonder why she's saying you should know where i'm coming from which i, I maybe like the person who she's talking to is also I don't want to say like mentally unstable, but like emotionally unstable, maybe, I guess. I, I think that's a weird linguistic thing. So I, from, from my perspective, when you say you should know where I'm coming from, it's like, before we get into this, I want to tell you so that you know where I'm coming from. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. But okay. I, I, I agree. I think initially my, my brain was like saying, no, you of all people should already know where i'm coming from yeah because i was like what what i said i was like i don't know this person you're talking to how should i know that they should know where you're coming from (laughs) you should know where they're coming from joey (laughs) i should know like what are you calling me out like sure i got some issues but you don't know that (laughs) yeah but i I think it was just a weird uh linguistic uh great english perspectives (laughs) well i hope it sticks Segway. Track, track seven is stick and this is kind of a, a standout track in a, a weird way for me in that oh. it, the song is just about fucking like oh, she's just okay. like the, the the con the context of the rest of the album is about like her dealing or struggling with relationships and the songs she's just like i want the day i want the dick i want to get fucked let's get laid kind of a thing which could be related i think to the previous track where she's kind of like saying that she's not necessarily stable. So, so coming from that sad point, maybe she's rebounding from that sorrow by, by fucking her feelings away or, or whatever. That, but I thought it was interesting. That totally makes sense. Given the next, the next song, I won't, I won't segue into that, but <laughs> the topic of the next song, it kind of makes sure. sense that she's like trying to like rebounding, but it's so weird. Cause I couldn't, I didn't look at the lyrics to this specific song too much because yeah. nothing like jumped out at me, but I was kind of trying to just figure out what it was about. 
<laughs> yeah. So I only went by how the music felt, and the music felt extremely intimate. So yeah. I figured it had to be like a long. Yeah, she, I, I think the the title of the track is "Stick," and it's a reference to a line where she she's she's saying that she's sick and that she needs his licorice stick <laughs> to to cure her her illness or whatever. Uh, well, she should know the very... licorice tastes terrible and it's not medicine. <laughs> But but it has been used in medicinal uh, uses in the past. I, I think was where she was going. It's, I agree, it's a weird metaphor, but you know, she she went there. Licorice sticks are all like woo flop, like <laughs> they're thin and floppy. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't I don't want to I don't want to think about this too much. We we let's move on. Let's move on. Well, <laughs> fuck them. Only we know is the next song. I was going to try Indeed. to do a segue, and I just kind of, like, stopped. Nah, fuck them. Fuck them. They don't need to know. Only we know. You know? Fuck them. This song right here. This song right here, man. Um, So I was telling Jeremy right before the podcast started and we started recording that I found another kind of, like, tie-in. Way, like, Connections. Yeah, connection to this album. The guy who produced this song totally enormous extinct dinosaurs he and damon damon alburn did an album together for the oh, really? ox fam so boom that's neat that's... so if, for i'm gonna get some shit from this from <laughs> if if one of my friends specifically listens to this for clarity though damon alburn is the singer for gorillas and blur and a couple of other projects uh, and he has a solo also project. he he does it's it's a very very chill album but uh the guy that produced this uh also produced a few other tracks on this album uh, he did just just as as an aside uh but yeah we're both fans of damn Albarn. i did not know that he had a, a collaboration with this producer so it's that's fun yeah i've never actually heard it but i found it out <laughs> whenever i was trying to do some deep dives figuring out the connection that you said that I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, don't worry. It's, it's coming. Um, the, this track though, fuck them only. We know it's, it's another, like on its own, I think it would be more interesting, but given the context of this album, it, it, it just kind of falls flat again. It feels samey. It doesn't really stand out from, from the rest. Um, See, and, and I, I like I like the music on this, the the lyrics and the singing. I'm I'm there with you. I like the music though. Okay, well, we can fight about it. We can we can meet Outback, <laughs> and we'll we'll throw hands. Um, Outback Steakhouse. No, yeah, man, I'm not going there. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, maybe we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna sponsor us. <laughs> but like, uh, it, and it's because I like. Kind of, it has like a little detuned lo-fi type feel sure. to it, and that's that's something that I'm all about. So yeah, and again, I I don't I don't think it's bad musically. I just think amongst the rest of this album, it it just kind of like comes off. Maybe it's because it, this is kind of like the, the midpoint of the album, and I, I generally have that fatigue by the midpoint of the album, yeah. where a lot of things just kind of kind of blend together. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Lyrically, like you kind of mentioned in the last track, the the narrative, if we're flowing with that, is that she is kind of in love with this guy and wanting to run away with him, which, again, lyrically, it's nothing too creative or, or crazy. 
um, but it's common and it it works, I guess, in the, in the Man, narrative. I swear, eventually we're gonna get an album that is not <laughs> just about like a relationship or something. Yeah, I think I think we have we. I, I think I have some coming up. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure. I know it out. I have one coming up. It's it's not the one we're listening to next week, but it's it's coming. <laughs> yeah, we we. I don't know. This it's just happening this way that that we keep. I mean, maybe it is something bigger that we just happen to to like more breakup album kind of kind of things or relationship based albums but i feel like there's just as many that have nothing to do with relationships or aren't focused on relationships at the very least that we just haven't gotten to or we've just both already listened to the great not relationship that's that's true we're we're sharing albums that that the other one hasn't heard Uh, like crack the sky or something right (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe maybe right now we're just drowning in in the in breakup albums Drowning is the ninth track, <laughs> by the way. That was my segue. <laughs> it was pretty good. And I, 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 I kind of I kind of called myself out on it anyway because I, I lost. I was just going to let it slide. <laughs> I, I know you were. That's why I had to. This is the catch. This is the, the, the connection. Um, Carlos Serrano <gasps> mixed this song with uh, Tupac's Thug's Mansion. I knew this sounded familiar. <laughs> it was my first introduction to Banks, so I, I heard that Carlos Serrano mix, and I looked into Banks because of that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't know if you had heard that song specifically that he mixed, but uh, I knew you had heard Carlos Serrano, so I that, was, that was the tie-in. And I knew this song sounded familiar, and I thought what it was was that there was like, because there's it, it sounds like there's sampling, like vocal sampling yeah. in the song. And I was trying to find, like, I, I know this vocal sample. I know it. I know it. And I think <laughs> what I was really thinking was similar was the fact that I've already heard this mixed <laughs> with another song. So I've heard this song yeah. sampled, not a sample from this song. Okay. Right. The the song does have uh, a very, I, I really like the use of the vocal sample mm-hmm. in this track. Um, and, and the overall production, I think, stands out on this one. But it could just be because I'm biased because I, I found Banks because of the remix and i like the, the remix so that being said i do really like this track i like the bridge a lot i like there's a, there's a lot of musical stuff going on here that that i enjoy from it well i wish i could disagree with you to make things interesting <laughs> but i can't it means i too like this song a whole lot I, I mean i don't i hate to keep like not bashing not bashing at all her vocals, <laughs> but like yeah. saying that like, oh, well, the vocals were like the part that I didn't care for the most. No, for sure. But like the music, I really like the music on this album. That And that's her issue. She needs to have not as good music if she wants her, <laughs> she wants her vocals. To- yeah, I think I think her, her other albums kind of get into a better spot. Uh, and I, this is the first time I think where I've not felt like I've chosen the wrong album. Mm-hmm. despite liking her other albums better because again this had a couple of connections to what we had been talking about and to you personally and i know <clears throat> you tend to start at the beginning of discographies anyway yeah. when you listen to, to new artists and stuff so I, I don't feel bad about choosing this album but i think uh her other albums are a bit better in general well i'm glad you don't feel bad about it because uh it's it kind of this album really helped me pick the album that we're going to be listening to next week. Cool. Cool. It's a, it's a very good, 
very good connection between I don't know. I feel like we're trying to curate a journey here. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat. At For least sure. This is a good next step. The only I feel like the only real misstep was a two man gentleman band. <laughs> but we're still we're coming back from that. Yeah, we're recovering. It's fine. Yeah. We're it's all good from here. <laughs> hey, that that album, it's not a bad album. I I need to go to go back. It, it was just so unexpected and yeah. it it just I don't know. It it caught me off guard. <laughs> Um, lyrically though, back, back to this album and the song lyrically drowning, uh, is yet another relationship song that didn't work out. Um, it seems from what I can gather is that the guy claimed to love her, but instead of actually showing her any affection, he was just abusing her vocally or, uh, what is the word I'm I'm looking for? Verbally. That's the word I was, I kept thinking vocally because we're talking about music, but yeah, abused her verbally instead of like giving any any care and she feels like she's drowning because she can't really leave him and she's kind of stuck in this relationship yeah i i got that and it's like another thing that i picked up on i don't even know if it's there but like when you're in a relationship and you're drowning the other person in affection giving and giving and giving and all you get back is like you said verbal abuse yeah you feel like you're so one one person's drowning in affection. One person's drowning in abuse. Everybody's drowning. <laughs> right. And I, I think that's a, a connection that I made later is her use of drowning or water uh, and, and the temperature of said water to be <laughs> a little bit more on the nose later on, on a different track that she, she brings back up as in, in the opposite uh, in the opposite vein of this kind of dark and, and cold relationship she brings it back up in a track called literally warm water but but we're not there yet that's not the next track don't don't you do that <laughs> what is the next track joey well uh it's it's begging for thread i was gonna make some sort of <laughs> it's, hard, it's a hard one to work in well i was gonna say something like oh the common thread or something but oh, no, there you go just, yeah, yeah you're just begging for for a thread to take us there just no, I'm not going to go there. I was, I was going to make a, a very dark joke. But, uh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before before we have to, to censor Joey here, uh, Begging for Thread, this one also stood out to me uh, musically. And I, this was at a point on my notes, I was like, it's a shame that the more musically interesting album or tracks on this album come so much later in yeah. the album. Because a lot of the earlier tracks, like I said, just kind of felt samey to me. Yeah, I like. I totally get that because it seems like, to me, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Once that totally enormous extinct dinosaurs dude came in, yeah, the album kind of changed because he has what, for sure three produced credits, maybe four for the rest of the yeah. album at that point. And it's yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know the exact number, but yeah, it, it's at least three or four. I feel like once that hits, the kind of and also, I don't know if it's on this song, but a uh, dude named Tim Anderson wrote, like, I guess helped write or produce a few of the songs on the tail end of this album, too. And he is kind of like an indie rock, indie pop kind of guy. And I feel okay. like you can definitely feel that coming through on the on the end part of this album, or at least I could. Yeah, no, for sure. It, there's definitely a change. I mean, we both picked it up. Um, this track, I, I really like this track. It might be my favorite or it's, it's one of my favorite. I will say that there, there's a lot of, 
I say a lot. There, there's a handful of good songs that I really enjoy on this album. Mm-hmm. This being one of them. It's this is a more upbeat, almost cheery sounding song um, musically, and it has some like some more of those musical quirks kind of sprinkled in yeah. for, for some texture. There's a lot of nice vocal melodies. I really like her melody and rhythm uh, with her voice in this song. It's got a cool beat that comes in for the bridge. It, it's just I don't know. It, it's good. I like it. And it's got a good message, I think, it if, does. I, if I read the song right. <laughs> no, yeah, so this kind of ties back to what I mentioned about Goddess, uh, that later tie-in. The song, at least what I got out of it, is about embracing your flaws. She kind of, she she's acknowledging that she fucks up or that she says things that might be offensive, but she's tired of apologizing for it. She's tired of of feeling bad about who she is. And she's, she's just kind of relishing in the fact that she's a mess. Yeah. And she needs some thread to patch together. (laughs) Something there was, there's, yeah. She said, she said something about, uh, I'm, I'm begging for thread to, to fix the hole that you put in me in my head or something like that. Yeah. There you go. I I don't, I don't remember the line. (laughs) Something like that. I really need to get better about that. I have such I have such a scattered mind. I need to write down more lyrics. I the, my problem. Yeah, I've been, I've been starting to do that as well. Well, my my notes app that I use to write my notes it it has a character limit on each sheet. So like, That's I ran out, just use OneNote, Joey. I should use OneNote, but I I don't know why I don't. I don't have an excuse. <laughs> I need to be better prepared for this. We're on episode like sixteen or something now, aren't we? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm really, we should know this. Uh, I think we're we're on like fourteen. I think ish. We've we've been catching back up. Eleven just released today. I think. Okay. I so think Igor was eleven. Yeah, Igor was eleven. Unless I'm I missed. Oh, I'm gonna stop. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, I I'll do. I'll incorporate that change into <laughs> my routine. <laughs> the next song is change. It's change. Not like not like money change, but I mean it could be, but could be, but no, yes. it's not. But this song, okay, so this song, it's another song that I really like because, like I said, I'm a sucker for kind of the slower, piano-y type yeah. songs, and this has one of my favorite guitar sounds in the background. Yeah, it's like that. There's a really nice plucking guitar that comes in. It's like a plucking heavy reverb, like just solo guitar like it's not nothing complicated it's just kind of back there to create some atmosphere and it's something that you hear in like some indie or kind of some more moody type music and it's just a sound i really like and i was glad it was here yeah there's a lot of lovely musical uh things happening in in this one on her vocals they've uh I, i don't know i'm sure there's a term for it that i don't know but she she has an effect on her vocals that is lowering the pitch of her voice to give her backup. So you still have her normal singing voice, but behind it you can hear a lower pitch version of her voice that's kind of dark and it gives it that darker feel, that atmosphere, I guess. That yeah. it's, just, it's lovely. I like it. It is lovely. You know, I like that. I like lovely songs. <laughs> and this is one that is about another ex-boyfriend yep. or the same ex-boyfriend. It's uh, a lovely song about a, an ex-person <laughs> who uh, keeps telling you they'll change every time you try to leave them and then manipulates you into staying and then you do and then you're like, why did I do that? 
Yeah. Just <laughs> again, again with the verbal abuse. I, that's why I think a lot of this album is is a again. It's her first album, mm-hmm. uh, so it makes sense to kind of cling to something. So I think a lot of this album is just her talking about her past experiences with a guy or a few guys, and and it it she's had a troubled past. So like it it shows through in her music. Yeah. Uh, and again, I I it is it does give it a kind of one note feel lyrically but um not like not not the, the note program that, that we just mentioned man i was but, gonna uh, make that i was gonna say but, that and then i was like no i'm not gonna say that because why would uh, I, I didn't not like that but like it's it's kind of a flat like th- there's a whole lot of songs about this kind of like melodrama by lord it's all kind of about the same thing there's not a, a big very which is fine i guess for a concept album but uh, I think you and I both, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I'm going to say for me, I prefer concept albums to kind of start somewhere and end somewhere different. Yeah. Have a journey, not like talk about. Not just repeating yourself, I guess, yeah. in different ways. But it's fine. Again, I, it sounds like we're sitting on this album. This is definitely one of the weaker albums, I think, that we've done. But that doesn't make it a bad album at all. Yeah. And besides, if you if you came here to listen to us just praise an album every week <laughs> oh boy you're in for a slight disappointment sometimes <laughs> a slight disappointment on this episode yeah. <laughs> uh, well you know if mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was just gonna say maybe maybe if you're not satisfied with the way we handle things you can go and find someone new man we were about to say <laughs> the exact same thing someone new is track 12 uh, this is an acoustic guitar piece, which I think is it's it's at a good place in the album. It's toward the end. Um, I think maybe it could have ended the album, but yeah. it's a it's a very nice acoustic piece with some loving humming kind of in the, in the intro, and it as musically the closest artist that I just kind of associated in my mind without putting a whole lot of thought into it is a lot of like female guitar folksy music like Ingrid Michaelson. Uh, who, who does stuff like that. Um, never, I like it. I've never listened to Ingrid Michaelson, but that sounds like it. I haven't listened to a lot of her music, but I'm, I know you, you've at least heard one song. I'm trying to think of, I can't think of what it's called, but uh, there, there's one song that everyone's heard by her, and that's kind of where my mind went with this track. Um, but the song, song. yeah, it, it's good. Uh, I, it, It's about, it's something that I personally relate to, I think a lot. And it's about taking a break from your relationship or, or maybe not necessarily breaking up, but giving each other space. Mm-hmm. She, she's talking about how she, she doesn't want her boyfriend to move on with another girl, but she thinks they both need some time to kind of reflect on themselves and grow. And then when they come back together, you know, and however long of a period that that is, they'll be better than they are. Yeah. It's, I feel like, I mean, I've also been through this IRL, I guess. Which yeah, I think we, we talked about it a little bit on the, the Nana Grizzle album. Yeah, so it's like, it's a very relatable song. It's I like her her voice on it, because she gets kind of scratchy. She gets kind of like, like growl, not growly, I guess would be wrong. But yeah, like, she gets kind of Janis Joplin-y. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of rough, which is always good. But, I don't know, it's just, it's a beautiful song. I agree. It, it's it's very very pleasant. And again, I think it's it's one of the more interesting songs on the album. It's the only one that's like fully an acoustic guitar piece. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's a shame that it comes so late in the album for these things. But I, at the same time, I think it's a good spot for it towards yeah. the end of the album is kind of where you you would put something slower like this, I think. Yeah, heading, because uh, not the penultimate song, but it's kind of like rounding out the end. Yeah, it's track 12 of 14. Yeah. It's basically the end. Basically. <laughs> and I think I think I might have used that word wrong. Penultimate, does that mean the one before the last one? Yes. Okay, then I used it. This is this is the penultimate penultimate song. Hot water there. Some hot water. Some hot water, except the next track is called warm water. It it wasn't that hot. It was just warm. (laughs) I I I I tried to shake it up there. I should have done that. Hey, if you shake up warm water, you get hot water. So you know, it worked. I mean, if you shake it up fast enough, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. We're not we're not giving physics lessons. Yeah. This isn't this is not thermodynamics one hundred and one. This song though, warm water. It's another song that was produced by that totally enormous extinct dinosaurs guy, and I really like this song because it's very like minimalistic. There's no, yeah, not too much. It, it, going on. It's very like subdued musically. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of what you mentioned earlier shines through a lot on this track that the music kind of ebbs and flows with the song as it goes on. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I, I really like that about yeah. music, but for some reason it just doesn't hit me as much on like this type of music, I guess. Cause like whenever I listen to orchestral music or, Music without words, I guess. Right. It really hits me, but I guess yeah, because I mean, you're forced to focus on just the music. Yeah, I, I think I think lyrics are a distraction, and and I think that's probably why, as I've mentioned, I I tend not to focus on lyrics at all. Maybe yeah. I'm just lucky in that my brain works that way, and I can I can focus more on the music. But yeah, I don't. I feel like, and I shouldn't look at it this way, but for some reason I do. Whenever you don't have lyrics, it's lyrics are a way to not. It's not a cop out. I don't want to say that, but like a way to easily bring an emotional experience to a song. Yeah, and it's like without. I mean, it's lyrics. it's spelling it's spelling you out, or it's spelling out the message for you, kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of more more subdued with whenever you don't have lyrics and that this type of emotional songwriting lends itself better to lyricless music, I guess. I yeah, think I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I, again, I think lyrics, they, they serve a purpose, but uh, it, it, it's also in a lot of cases, uh, a distraction from, from, good song writing i guess not yeah. not like lyrically but like it, it 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 conceals or or i guess what i'm trying to get at is in a lot of mainstream music it's mostly lyrics it's mostly about the lyrics and and what those lyrics mean which is good it's important to have a message but i i feel like a lot of times that leads to less than stellar music which is kind of disappointing to someone like me who doesn't really listen to lyrics at least not on the first try Man, I'm just going through all these all these albums in my head that don't have lyrics, and I'm like, I'm gonna recommend <laughs> that one. No, that one. We're getting so off topic on I this discussion, okay. but I, I think it's fine. We're 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 at the end of the album almost. Uh, yeah. The song before we move on 
uh, as I mentioned previously on drowning, she brings back the water kind of metaphor. Um, but instead of drowning or being in cold water to, to kind of demonstrate something being wrong, it's warm water, it's, which is very pleasant, and she kind of wants to, to hang around. The song's about love at first sight. It seems she's kind of fallen in love with someone and, and just enjoying their company. Yeah. See, I thought it was... She felt like she was in nice warm water with them. Like she was enamored with this person, but this person wasn't completely sold. And she was like, just stick around and the water will like, whenever you jump into cold water, eventually it, you get used to it and it That's becomes true. Warm water. And I thought it was kind of like that. Maybe so. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe. I'm maybe. probably maybe. not though. <laughs> well, we can discuss it under the table. That's, that's not, that was a horrible segue. I don't know. I just, I just fucking Joey meet me under the table in five. It'll be fine. Well, I uh, live fifteen minutes or ten. <laughs> Anyways, under the table, track fourteen. Uh, it's another piano-driven piece. It's another off love song. Uh, that's kind of about her being in love with a guy that she knows is is gonna break her heart, but she doesn't give a shit. She's in love. Uh, so again, not tremendously new content here but it is another piano piece which as we mentioned kind of shows off her vocals a bit more yeah. and i enjoy it enough and i mean you always got to end on that big old piano soft song <laughs> showing off your voice like i feel like yeah. this was someone new would have been a good song to end on but i feel like she wasn't too far off ending on this song as well no i agree completely i i, I think it's it's not the worst song on the album for sure and I think it's a good, powerful song. Uh, again, with the, the pianos, there's not a lot of production going on to it. It's just her piano and just kind of digging it, um, which lends itself well to her voice, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, man. Overall, I like this album, but I definitely don't love it. Yeah. Uh, I, as, I, as, as I mentioned, her second album, I think, is my favorite album. Um, but this one made a better transition from Mourn, and there were there, there were those connections and, and things. Um, musically, as I've kind of said throughout this album, there, there's not a whole lot of variety, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it gets kind of boring for me. Um, I do like the piano pieces and, and the acoustic guitar pieces where they kind of show off her voice, whereas otherwise they're kind of nasally or, or maybe even whiny. Um, lyrically, again, it's kind of one note. <laughs> from from my perspective but uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of deviations in the middle to late part of the album but yeah. uh, i don't know i i could see this song or this album being one where a bunch of people are really into quite a like a few songs off of the album but yeah. i i couldn't see this as a sit down and listen to the whole album thing like i agree and, and that, that's why it took us two weeks to do this because I, yeah. I couldn't get myself to like sit down and listen to it. I, I had to always be doing something else and then I would not actually be focusing on it. And, and that doesn't go well for me. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, it's, that's what I'm talking about with the shorter albums. This album was an hour long. And yeah. It was all like, it's a bit of a I, slog. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, I'm all for like the 35 to 45 minute album. Unless you have like, unless you really got something to say, then go for it. But right, I mean, we, we've done a couple of longer albums that were were fun. This one just for me, it kind of 
despite me being the one recommending it again i think this was a necessary step in the journey but uh, i don't think this album is particularly great yeah I, i'll listen to a few songs off of it but i'm i'm not i'm not gonna listen to it i'm probably i'm just gonna flat out say it i don't think i will ever listen to this album from front <laughs> to back ever again but yeah it's it's a it's a big undertaking i would recommend at least listening to her next album uh, i think it's called alter and uh, I haven't actually spent a whole lot of time with her third album. It came out last year, I think. It's just called Three. But uh, her second album, I really enjoy. I think it's worth at least a listen to see if you're you're more into that kind of a situation. But uh, you know what? I think I will. I'll do take it. your I'll, I'll take your recommendation for it. Uh, <laughs> but so next week's album. What are we listening to, Joey? We are listening to the album Ballads One. By ballads Joji. One. Does Joji have several ballads albums? No, he doesn't. <laughs> did, he, did he? Did he plan to? Maybe. I'm honestly not sure. He's his. So his music style is kind of changing. I don't want to say change. Like he's kind of going on a journey. He started out very lo-fi with his first few EPs, like ballads. The one that we're going to listen to isn't his first album it's not his first like ep he put out other stuff and actually i mean i'm just gonna go ahead and say it joji is a uh, filthy frank okay so i don't know who that is you don't know okay he's a youtube guy who does like he's a pink guy i, I don't know who that is either <laughs> jeremy, come on jeremy I'm sorry he's, he's a very big youtuber who is known for doing some absolutely crazy shit and, uh, crazy, crazy musically or unrelated? No, just like unrelated, just like okay. eating cakes with hair in them type things. <laughs> okay. And I guess like the whole time he wanted to be a musician, he's doing it now and started off kind of like lo-fi and now he's kind of more, I, as at the time of ballads, he was more kind of related to the type of music we've been listening to. I don't want to say completely sad boy type music, but it, it kind of <laughs> is. But now he's, with his more recent stuff, it's kind of more poppy, I guess, but still kind of on the darker side, I guess. But Okay, ballad. I can dig it. There's Goddess in particular kind of reminded me of songs off of this album, which is why I wanted to pick it. I figured it would be a good next step. I, I'm, I'm down. I'm down to, to ride some, some other... Uh, related content, I suppose, to to this dark pop journey we're we're on. When we get back to my week, it's gonna be another dark pop album. I'm just gonna warn you guys now. We're and gonna then, be doing this for at least four of my albums. I think is the current plan. The, well, the next four are gonna be up. dark pop. So Joey is is hopefully going to be breaking it up. So stick with us if you don't like this this kind of music or get lost. You know, I don't give a shit. We're fucking fourteen episodes in. You know. If you're listening, then I probably know you personally. So, <laughs> no, stay because uh, I've, I think I already know what my next one's going to be. Unless your next out, al- like the next album after this, is completely just out there. I think I already know <laughs> what the next next album's going to be. So cool. We're we're it's, having we're we're planning things weeks in advance, and that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I don't do that. I don't plan days in advance. Me either, man. Me either. So next week we're listening to to, to Ballads One by Joji. Uh, if you guys want to to communicate with us to like, share your opinions on this album or on on Joji or any other album, really, we're just bored. We're waiting for people to comment. 
Yeah, I don't go anywhere. Us. Yeah, we don't we don't have lives. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you want to find other places to listen to us, we're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over the damn place. Um, if you want us on a certain platform that we're not already on, let us know. I'm sure we can make it happen. Yeah, those are just the the big ones that came to, to my mind, at least I mean, when I set everything up. So, if you really want it, we could probably just email the podcast directly to you. And That's you true. We could have a weekly on. a weekly email for you. Windows Media Player or something. <laughs> Do people see? I guess people probably still use that, right? It's 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 the default. Somebody does. It's not me. That's for sure. But until then, uh, I guess ne- until next time. What am I? What am I saying, you're doing? <laughs> I don't until, know. I we're listen to oof, words. My brain is is not. It's done. I'm just it's, tired. It's done. No, it's fi- it's fine. Until next time, stay <laughs> in our feedback. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>